On today's episode of the Hit Me In Podcast, MG and I go over game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Does anybody want to win this or is everybody just afraid to go up against the Warriors? Because we already know they're going to be there in the finals, big dog. We also get off into the quick hits and what was a real bad weekend for Dirk Nowitzki. The ongoing Brittany Griner coverage continues. Rajon Rondo in some deep water this weekend. And a new candidate has emerged as a finalist for the vacant head coaching job for the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't forget the sneaker rundown. No game show this week. We getting right to it. And some shout outs. Episode 78 of the Hit Men podcast starts right now. It's a new winning streak. It's a brand new week. Chris Appreciation Week in the books. And now we head to the home stretch. Whenever you hear that MVP chant, you already know it's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. It's the Hit Me In Podcast, episode 78. Chris checking in. My partner, 313MG. What's the deal, bro? How you feeling? Good, man. Good. Can't complain. Damn right. Huh. Glad you pulled up on me this week, bro. What was, uh, what was the weekend looking like in the D? Chilling, chilling, man. Hit the zoo. Got soaked up a little sun. You, <laughs> you know. Hey, man, had to see the tigers, man. Uh, shout out to shout out you to the central. Know. Shout out to the central. We're gonna get off into that a little bit too. Yankees got their ass beat the other night. You feel me? To this day, y'all can't come to the yes, south side talking sir. crazy. You feel me? Um, so you went to the zoo. You caught some. Uh, you caught some playoff action. You caught some of the games. Yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, not everybody showed up, uh, but you know, we caught it. <laughs> I feel you. I just got some new news. We caught it all. I just got some news. Uh, I might be upgrading some equipment. That Rogue got some decent shit coming out to turn the podcast all the way up, but that's just some nerdy shit. I ain't going to bore y'all with none of that, hey. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you off the air, man, I lost damn near a grip. Right before we got started on um, on WNBA, I actually got the the Aces and the and the Sparks playing in the background right now as we recording. Um, just got through watching uh, Game Four of the Eastern Conference Finals with uh, Boston and Miami. But we're gonna get off into it in a minute, man. But um, I had a bad beat this weekend, but I'm gonna get back to it this week. I gotta I gotta I gotta stay down. You feel me? Stay down till you come up. <laughs> Before we get hey, off into man. these trash ass whoopings that was going on over the weekend, we gotta get rid of this red tape. Wanna let y'all know that we everywhere that podcast live, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Shout out to the sponsor, Anchor. You did what I'm saying? All of that. Y'all can catch us everywhere. The YouTube is up right now. Check it out. 
Type in the Hitman Podcast, inject this yellow top into your veins. You feel me? Make sure y'all tap in with us in the mailbag. We need the kick pics. We need the questions. We need the comments. We need all of that. The Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. And can't forget about the socials on Instagram. It's at Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and Known. On Twitter, it's at Labeled and Known, at Hitman Podcast, and at Virtuoso Sports for my dog, MG. With no further to do, let's get off into the show. Y'all know how we started each and every week. Who out the Bams? Speaking of Bams, God damn, Bam! <laughs> God damn, Bam! You want to take it? You want to take it there? Or what's up? How you want to do it, bro? I mean, I'm at that point with him. Six rebounds ain't gonna cut it when you screaming and squawking that you're supposed to be the defensive player of the year, man. Especially when you coming I, up with all these crazy ass turnovers. Especially when Victor Oladipo scored more than the starters on the, on the game tonight. On the Heat at all. They got their ass whooped by 20. The Boston Celtics get up off the floor, beat the Heat at the crib in game four, 102 to 82. Jason Tatum coming off of a bad game last week, or the other day, sorry, not last week. 50% from the field, 31 points, along with eight rebounds and five assists. Al Horford had four blocks, including that big one at the end, but the heat just not looking good at all tonight, big dog. What's the word? Look, man, I don't know where uh, Bam Energy going because it's showing to the scoring end, so man, I, I don't know where the, the rebounds hell? is at either. Like, I look, man, this is, I'm, and I'm going to say this now, we still got three more games, but as is right now, if this continues, this is the worst Eastern Conference Finals of all time. I was getting ready to book my flight, uh, especially the other day. Like, man, the Heat, they set a, a, a Eastern Conference playoff record with 19 steals. Tatum was looking crazy, looking like Cinderella at midnight with the glass slipper. I'm like, shit, this is a really crazy back and forth yeah. series. And the biggest takeaway from it was, goddamn. Golden State is about to win the NBA even, championship. You feel me? Yeah, I wouldn't even call this back and forth. Like, it's literally each game, one team has just decided not to show up. Bro, do anybody want to win? I said, like, like Kanye, does anybody, game, rate, does anybody make real shit anymore? Like, what's going on? Uh, bro, this is it, it is awful to watch. Literally, you 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 get you sit down like, all right, man, Eastern Conference Finals, man, let's check this out. Where uh, one team ain't even show, one team ain't even walk in the locker room at this point. It, it's just every other game. If it's and I mean, on top of that, Boston didn't even Boston barely showed up tonight. Like, on top of the fact that they didn't barely. have some, they didn't have any starters. Robert Williams barely got in the game. Marcus Smart didn't play after that after that crazy uh sequence the other night in Game Three. Had a serious ankle sprain, left and came back. Jason Tatum had a shoulder contusion, left and came back. They both was trying to out Paul Pierce each other. You feel me? Man, look, I ain't giving Boston no credit for this win. <laughs> they came out, did what they did in the first quarter. But they were trash tonight, too. The only reason they won is because the other team on the other side of the court just happened to be even more trash. Jason Tatum, they, leads, they, Jason, Tatum, Jason Tatum is leading all NBA players in the playoffs with 60 turnovers this postseason. 60. Oh, he reckless with it. <laughs> he reckless with it, especially game three, boy. Hey, man, look, he <laughs> that man was giving out passes to the other team like uh, like the ice cream, man. Yo, can we fast forward to June? That like, what's boy up? reckless. What's up? Is it even worth it anymore? Like, what's going on, dog? I mean, look, at this point, it, I mean, it's, it's, I look, I'm saying it now, no matter who win this series, go to state and six. In six? I might say five, hell, shit. We might I'm calling it now. 
We might well skip right to that one. I don't know what the fuck is going on on this side of the street. I'm saying six to be nice. Because <laughs> I look, first Mr. of all, nice neither one of these teams is about to make it out of this. Bro, neither one of these teams is making it out of this series uh, full, with their full roster healthy. So we already know that for sure. Well, let's talk about the Western Conference. And being man. on top of it, both teams disappear. So I, let's talk about it. Uh, first and foremost, a Slovenian man was murdered on live television last night. I don't know if you caught it. But uh, Andrew Wiggins hit Luca in the back of the head with a sledgehammer, and they had the nerd to try to call it an offensive foul, bro. Look, I look, and and, and I, I I knew he was gonna take off, but you know how sometimes Wiggins get mid air, and then he try to do the you know strong two handed layup or whatever, because you know if once he go left and he get into the middle of the floor, it's like yeah he about to take off, and then he took off, and I'm like. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, man. And Luca tried his Ooh. best. He tried his best flopperachi impression, but it wasn't happening, man. Um, how you how you flop mid air, bro? Come on, dog. <laughs> let's how talk about let's talk about mid the air. Let's talk about the game though for a second. Golden State and Dallas. They neither one of them were doing the 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 greatest in the first half. Golden State went four for eighteen from three. Dallas was six from twenty five from three in the first half. Only seven assists for the Warriors. And then <laughs> they hit the nitrous button, and that was all she wrote on that game. You feel me? Put on the gas. And I mean, this goes back to what I said before the series started, man. Garden Phoenix and Garden Utah, two teams that like to play slow and give your defense a chance to set up, is completely different than Garden the Warriors, oh, who are real. in constant motion and get out in transition. Uh, yeah, like I said, this was probably the worst matchup for Dallas. Steph Curry I, went fifty percent from I, the I, field, fifty percent from three, a hundred percent from from the free throw line, thirty one points, eleven assists, just destroyed him, man. Wiggins finally got that confidence, got that battery in his back. Gave him twenty seven and eleven, including that dunk. That I don't know. For all year long, it's been job with the dunks of the year, but that shit might have been that. That might have been it. That might have been the dunk. That's Wiggins number two, though. Remember, he caught Brandon Clark in the playoffs with the two-handed joint down the middle. So I, Wiggins, he might have a third one that I'm forgetting in in the Denver series, but that that's like his second or third body, though. Check it out. The Warriors, we 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 probably in all the way 100% agreement. The Warriors went championship, right? Oh, I've been I've been saying it. So Wiggins is gonna get a ring, right? If you, oh yeah. (laughs) If you Anthony Bennett, <laughs> how do you oh, feel? Buddy. How do you feel a month and a half from now knowing that all of the modern age number one picks from Cleveland got a ring except for you? Man. <laughs> Wiggins, I didn't even think about Kyrie, that. Braun all got rings except for you, dog. I, Damn. I didn't even think about that. Damn, bro. Something to think about, <laughs> big dog. Hey man, I, I know KD probably over there chilling, watching all of this unfold, realizing that Steph is destroying his legacy with each each win that we get to here. I feel like I feel like this championship. I, I hate like hedging my bet, but I mean it's it's kind of like a foregone conclusion. This championship feels real like Kobe 09 without Shaq, like for Steph. I mean. I finally get a chance to do this. I already been the man, but I finally get to do this without somebody hanging KD over my head, hanging 
Eagle Dollar over my head, hanging. You feel me? Like the Super Team theory I mean, over my head. Iggy, Iggy shouldn't have won that Finals MVP. I had a I had a I had an argument with my brother about that earlier today. He said he got robbed. I'm like, man, what did he do? Hold LeBron to four? What did he do? Hold LeBron to forty a game? Great job, Eagle Dollar. Great job. But that leads me to that actually leads into my question for you. Do you think Steph needs the Finals MVP? Does he have to get this one? For public perception, yeah. Not for legacy. I already sake. think he got robbed of. That's what I mean. Perception. That's part of part of his legacy. For me, no, because I I still believe he should have won the one in twenty fifteen. And you could debate one of those ones with KD belongs to him. Right, right. Save twenty five. My fault, my fault, my fault. What was you saying, Big Dog? No, I was saying, uh, for for public for the public, sure he needs it, but for me he don't because it's 2015. He should have won it. I I I I said it at the time, and I stand on it now. Iggy shouldn't have won that shit. Got you, got you, he held got LeBron you. to 40 points, and Steph averaged 28. Steph had what a game and one and a half bad games, and it killed it for him. Like he still <laughs> averaged 28 on efficient shooting. Like the fuck else? And he was like averaging like nine boards or some shit. Like what the fuck else you want the dude to do? Like, and then I. I, you could make a debate that uh, that second title with KD, mm-hmm. um, the one that everybody knows where KD hit the half court shot before halftime over, you know, versus LeBron or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still think you could debate Steph winning that one because Steph was Steph was the better player than than KD in like mm-hmm. two or three of those games. Word. So I, I I still think that one is a debatable one too. So I mean, for me, I don't need. Th- for me, he don't need to win that shit, but for public perception in terms of how people going to judge him and his resume, yeah. But for me, I already think he should have one or two. So I'm torn. Uh, I agree with you, but also I agree with you in terms of saying that he probably should have had one or two by now. Um, at the same time, I feel like he got to get it. <laughs> you know what I'm He needs to get it. And, uh, and I think that they need to make it a point. I think they need to make it a statement that he gets it. He needs to be uh, the focal point of the offense. He needs to be the mainstay when it comes to every night. Like his effort is what carried them. It's gonna take a full. Oh, I mean, it's gonna take a full effort from everybody, obviously. But I think that he needs to be the spearhead. He needs to be the tip of the, the tip of the spear when it comes to that. And I, I think it's gonna work out in his favor anyway. Um, when we're talking about legacy for Steph, this is his sixth. If they beat the Mavericks, if they sweep the Mavericks, Mavericks probably got they got one last shot to get up off the ground, but I don't think that they're gonna win. Nah, by not any with means. the way Luca was talking after the game. Luca already sound like yeah, it's over. Yeah, and, and he gave <laughs> and he gave you forty and eleven for what it's worth. Um, I think that he knows like he he can probably put up a, a good effort, but we all know what's about to happen. In terms of just looking, you know, saying predicting the future or looking forward, this is Steph's six finals, right? Uh, this will be number six. This yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Will it be six? Yeah, he got three or rings. Five. He got three rings. Oh yeah, lost yep, to Toronto, yep, yep. lost to LeBron in sixteen. So this will essentially be his sixth one. There's some of the best players in the multiverse, on the in the galaxy, that haven't been to six, let alone have a chance to win four out of six. Kobe went what seven? He got five out of seven. Uh, Magic uh, went five got- out of nine. Right. LeBron got four out of shit. Was it 10? LeBron got four out of 10 or four out of nine. It's 10, I think. Crazy stat I, I, I looked up the other day. 
as if Mike wasn't already the greatest. It's, it's just an overlooked thing. You know, Mike is undefeated in in championships, not just the finals, in championships. He won the oh, national yeah. championship. He won two gold medals. He won the FIBA championship, and he was six and zero in the finals. Yeah. So in the pantheon, and on, in, <laughs> and on top, top of that, I think he's. I think the it's like a short list. I can't remember if it was thirteen or twenty. I mean, that's a big gap, but it, it's like only thirteen or twenty players in NBA history who have won college. NBA in Olympic, Olympic championships. Right. Yeah. And there's only a couple who've done like, there's only like three who, if you include high school, there's only like three who've done all four levels. But it's and it's a it's a very unique class to be a part of. In the midst of both these series, injuries have kind of been at the forefront too. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Dallas though with like the fans tripping stuff and people getting hurt on the sideline. Then there was a story about the benches, how they can't wear white shirts because they blend in with the Warriors uniforms. And like Mark Davis teed up uh, Draymond, then teed up Finney Smith for the same exact shit. Like, and then not only that, but bro, enough with the challenges, enough with the replays about flagrant fouls. And we talked about this two weeks ago. Yeah. All of this to prolong the fact that the Warriors is going to the championship. It's really getting annoying with the challenges and shit. And a big part of that is Draymond is always yelling at Steve Kerr to challenge some shit. Luca is always yelling at fucking J Kid to challenge some shit. It's like, all right, bro, come on, play ball, <laughs> play ball. And it'd be early in the game too. It'd be like, bro, we two minutes into the first quarter, my nigga. Like this, this play is not gonna have that big an outcome on the game, my nigga. Get it back on defense, bro. Stop it. Who's going to the finals against the Warriors? I, bro, I can't even tell you, bro. <laughs> I look and, and I and I say that and and I say that just to say, literally every game of this series has been one team just not showing up altogether. Yeah. So it's like it's not like it's been like oh this super competitive series where like both teams are fighting and it's nailed to you know it's down to the wire every fucking game. No, both team one of the two teams has not showed up in every game of this series. Right. Right. So at this rate, it's a matter of. Who the, who the fuck just going to show up two out of the three games? That, that, like it's, and, and honestly, it's probably going to be Boston because Bam Adebayo is getting paid $180 million to not shoot the ball, apparently. Six rebounds, nine points. Um, <laughs> Come on, bro. I don't even care. Like I, I don't even care about the rebounds as much because it's like, bro, I'm paying you $180 million. It better be 20 points in that bag you got with you. Because if it ain't, my, you don't deserve 180. Yeah, dog, I don't know. They, they, they gave him 180. DeAndre Ayton couldn't get 130. And, and, and man, Bam Adebayo got 180 to play defense? 35 a year to play defense? Bruh, come on. Come on, dog. So we continued on that, man. Um... Warriors got a chance to close it out tomorrow night in Dallas. A, a dope-ass way to go right into the finals with a sweep, putting everybody on notice. Um, on TNT tomorrow yeah, night. Make sure I y'all check it over, out. Bro. You think it's, it's all wood? smell blood in the water, you can tell. Is he going to get that uh that new trophy, that Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP? He better get it. <laughs> so you're not giving it but, to Kaminga? You're not giving it to Jordan Poole or, or Moses Moody? Kaminga, hell no. Okay, first of all, if they give it to anybody, 
it's going to be it's, it, anybody not named Steph is going to be Wiggins, Wiggins and it's going to be another one of them uh Looney. it's going to be another one of them bigger dollar situations Looney. nah Looney played good in two games he played good in two games <laughs> you know that's how the MVP was won uh, the, uh, in the regular season though who nah I'm fucking with you <laughs> I'm fucking I don't have to you. say I'll fuck it with you. Nah, bro. If they give it to Wiggins, it's gonna be another Iggy situation. Like, congrats, you held Luca to to thirty five a game, and you dunked on him. But man, Steph over here been otherworldly for these last couple four quarters. Like, you won't. What's up? What's up with the Celtics for real though? Like, Tatum Tatum had ten points through the first half last game. Came back with a thirty piece this game. Jalen Brown has been super consistent the whole time. Like the whole yeah, consistently time. bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fucking with Consistently him? Consistently bad. You're not okay, fucking look, with him? Man, the first two games, he was cool. Uh, that last game, he was horrible. And then tonight, the man was like five or like 25. The Pizza Hut, $10. Man. He's been awful shooting the body. And, and here's the thing. And I say this all the time with Jason Tatum. He get, he'll have one of them games. And the next thing you know, three of 14. Here we are. Like, this is the way it goes with Tatum and with Jalen Brown. And they have been playing so well through these first couple of rounds. They, they was bound to eventually have games like this because that's just who they are. They're not great jump shooters, but they take a lot of jump shots. So eventually, when the when the smoke settles and they come back to earth, this is what you're going to get. The whole team has been inconsistent. You're going to get the hit or miss. Al Horford was out. Then he came back. Didn't give you no points. He came back yeah. tonight and gave you some real good defensive effort. Uh, Marcus Smart gave you some shit. Then he went down. Now he's out yeah, this but game. But they only really, they really only matter on the defensive and offensively. That's no excuse for what I'm, what I'm saying is they can't limp into the finals. Robert Williams is playing every other game. You got Marcus Smart playing every other game. Al Horford playing every other game. And then you're giving Jason Tatum hella five minutes. Jalen Brown hella five minutes. So it's like, who are you going to depend on? Peyton Pritchard? Derek White? Ooh. After he just had a baby? Ooh. I mean, this is the first good game he's had in these playoffs, so maybe it did something to him. I Grant, don't know. Grant Williams gave you the twenty piece to to close out uh what you call, it, but then but then that was the last we heard of him for real. He he then it fouled out every game of the series. Yeah, he's a hack. I mean, we just yeah for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm glad <laughs> you said it. One million percent, bro. <laughs> he's too strong for his own I'm good, glad bro. you said this shit. <laughs> he don't be knowing when he be following people because he's too damn strong. I'm talking about Big Baby 2.0, you <laughs> <laughs> But look, man, for Boston, obviously the defense is going to be there. It's not the concern with me for Boston. It's the offense. They play way too slow. Yeah. They take way, they take way too many jump way shots. Way too many to jump be, shots. To, especially three specifically to be a – um, to be a, a, a bad three-point shooting team, like what, Tatum shot, what, like 37, 30, no, like 35% from three in a regular season. I think right. he's at 37 for the playoffs. Like, I should never see somebody that's below 40% three-point shooter and half of their shots are threes. Trash. Like, there, there's a difference, and everybody says, oh, well, the three is worth more than two. There's a difference between being, uh, if you're going to shoot, be a 30-something percent three-point shooter. There's a difference between being two of six and three of nine and it may sound small in the grand scheme of things but two of six is four wasted possessions and three of nine is six wasted possessions and when you got multiple guys on one team that are like that 
Now all of a sudden, it could be a great game where y'all get hot, but then it could also be a bad game where y'all shoot what y'all normally shoot, which is mid-30s. And now you've got, you know, 20, 30 wasted possessions because you just chuck up threes. Nasty. Like that that's always kind of been my formula. Anybody that shoots below 40%, I don't want them take I don't want half of their shots being more than three. Yeah, this ain't the time to practice. This ain't the time it's, to this ain't the time to no. work on it right now. You either yeah, like, you ain't. Yeah. For a third a third of their shots being threes, cool. I can live with that. If it's a good night where everything it just happens to be falling, okay, we can creep up to that 40, 45% of your shots being threes. But if you're not a 40 plus percent three point shooter, I don't need you taking that many. Like we that's why we let Steph get away with it. And clay they're mid 40 percent three-point shooters so they can take half of their shots from three that's fine because it, it, the numbers will justify it but when you and this has always kind of been the same problem with like a dame lillard right he's for the most part outside of last year yeah i think last year he was like 39 percent from three but most part he's usually like in that 37 range so it's mm-hmm. kind of like him taking that many threes does it's, it's, it, it's not justified right. in the grand scheme and and Boston, they, they get too reliant on it. They got to get to the basket. Yeah, that's that's the key to the that's the key to all of their problems right now. They haven't been getting enough free throws. They haven't been putting the Heat in foul trouble like they should. And if they don't do it soon, it's gonna cost them. Uh, speaking of threes, let's talk about the quick hits. Um, bad weekend for Dirk Nowitzki, bro. <laughs> Ooh, my guy, man. <laughs> so Luca officially passed him for most. Uh, playoff 40 point games Steph passed him for most playoff 30 point games and Draymond Green passed Dirk Nowitzki for all time three pointers made in the playoffs Draymond Green bro well Draymond Green bro can you believe that shit yeah I don't know why people had a big misconception that Dirk was a like a big time volume three point shooter. I don't know where that I don't know where that idea even came from. I can't believe that Draymond passed it. I could see somebody else that takes. I can believe it because I mean, if Draymond gonna shoot a shot in Golden State, it's normally gonna be a a layup or a three because he don't because he gets left alone out there. But Dirk was never a. Dirk was never a big three-point shooter. He had a couple years where maybe he shot like four or five a game, but like Dirk did his work from like 18 feet in. So I it, that don't that part don't surprise me because Dirk was just never a high volume three-point shooter like that. I think I But as far as Steph, Steph, I mean, I mean that's Steph. I mean, what, what do you expect? And then as far as Luca, go check the record on what Luca is in them 40-point games and what Dirk record is in 40-point games. Good point. Good point. Good point. Uh, I believe Luca is four. In, uh, I believe Luca is like two and six in forty-point games in the playoffs, and I believe Dirk is like four and three-ish, maybe. So like Luca has a losing record in forty-point games. He's like two and six, and Dirk has a winning record in forty-point games. So I don't really look too much into it. Brittany Griner, um, still, still uh, held prisoner in Russia. News came out this week, real crazy story that um, Joe Biden was going to try to do something in terms of interfering, uh, not intervening and trying to see if they can get her home. But Russia is trying to exchange her for, uh, <laughs> I forget the guy's name. I think it's the Angel of Death was his nickname. He's an arms dealer <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> from back in the day. And they're trying to get him out of prison. He's serving 25 to life right now. But they want 
essentially an exchange of the two, like a prisoner exchange, like some shit out of a movie. Do that sound right? No, it doesn't. <laughs> that sounds crazy, all. right? It, it, bruh. I, oh. And then they banned a bunch of people from over there. Seeing like including Biden, including Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> bro, they banned Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. The dude is like 80 years old, bro. I don't think he has any interest in going over there. Like, what are we doing? Dog. But I did see uh, Britney's, uh, I don't know if it's her her wife or her girlfriend or whatever is supposed to be doing like an interview uh, tomorrow. I think with Gail King, actually. Word? Yeah. Oh, oh, so uh, I, on GMA? I think it's on GMA. I'm not 100% sure on that. I know she's got a like national interview coming up, though. So we'll probably be able to figure out some more details um, about looking, exactly what's going on. Russia's looking to exchange WNBA star uh, in a prisoner swap from notorious convicted arms trafficker Victor Bout about whose exploits earned him the nickname the merchant of death excuse me uh flooded fierce conflicts in africa and the middle east with weapons u.s authorities say he was arrested during a sting operation in thailand in 2008 extradited to the u.s and sentenced to 25 years for conspiracy to kill u.s citizens delivery of an anti-aircraft missile and provided aid to terrorist organizations and they want us to let this motherfucker go for britney griner <laughs> Free BG man, but uh <laughs> I mean at this point, I, uh, I mean at this at this point, I mean I mean is it really worth holding old boy when we can get her back? I mean Yeah. Let's just go get her let's just go get her back, man. We deal with it later. I feel it. Um real crazy story about Rajon Rondo came out. Did you get a chance to check mm. this out? Yeah. I don't really know what to make of it. Uh, I like normally you would think that casual fans, if there was this were football, they would cite CTE, right? But yeah, this is like I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read the story, but y'all gotta bear with me, and it's not for the faint of heart. So, uh, just listen with a grain of salt. Um, 36 year old Ashley Bachelor, Rondo's former partner and mother of his two children, filed an emergency protective order in louisville last week bachelor says that rondo was playing video games with his son on may 11th when ashley asked her son to separate laundry bachelor says rondo became enraged and ripped the game console out of the wall in front of his child ashley says that rondo continued this destructive behavior smashing everything from a teacup to the outside lights and then trash cans he temporarily left the home according to ashley before returning about 15 minutes later where he allegedly approached the back door and began banging on the window with a gun like what yo is this real dog like <laughs> bachelor said she didn't know what was going on so she approached the door from the inside to take a look she allegedly saw rondo with a weapon and asked him to stop because he was scaring her she said rondo didn't listen and instead yelled go get my fucking son ashley said she feared if she didn't comply with rondo something bad might happen so she brought their son to their son pierre rondo downstairs but kept the back door closed the story goes on to say that uh, Rondo allegedly yanked his son, was yelling at his son and daughter uh, in regards to why he felt they were afraid of him, asking them why they're afraid of him, stop being scared of him, things like things of that nature. Um, Ashley Baxter says that uh, Rajon Rondo's parents both arrived at the home to de-escalate the situation. Although they didn't have much success in calming down Rondo, she claims he eventually left the scene i hate hearing shit like this man 
prayers up to everybody in this situation. Uh, I'm sure the league is going to investigate. Uh, it's crazy hearing stuff like this, especially about like prominent NBA players. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I don't, yeah. really, I don't really have an opinion on it. Like Rondo has a has a flair anyway. He has a bit of a temper. We've seen that yeah. just from his play. Uh, he's a bit of a mercurial person, not just a player. Like you saw what happened when he was on the Lakers and sat in the stands with the fans and uh when he was with Dallas and like him and him and Rick Carlisle, their dispute was like very public, very nasty. I don't know what to make of this, bro. Like this is terrible news. It's crazy. Um God, I mean, I just pray for the safety of everybody. Word. Uh, obviously. 100%. Um in terms of like what actually happened, it's hard to say until like the facts come out. Uh -huh. Um because I don't I mean, I think we've kind of seen from i mean obviously the big one is the amber heard johnny depp situation but also yeah. like the Ty the tyreek hill situation as well where it's kind of yeah. like i don't want to speak on it before i don't want to condemn the man without you know i don't want to you know i don't want to make him guilty until proven innocent right yeah, i kind of just want to wait until the facts come out but i mean like i said especially the kids man i hope the kids are all right more Straight. than anything one million percent um darvin ham has Emerged as one of the finalists for the Lakers vacant head coach position. Round of applause for Darvin Ham. Your man I'm said, no, nah, I'm cool. Your man said, no, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't Juwan blame Juwan Howard said, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm cool. He actually coaching his two sons. I didn't know that. They both play for Michigan. Yeah, and uh, his son is the one playing Carmelo in LeBron's little biopic movie. So I was yeah, getting Jet ready. You, you took the words out of my head. I was getting that was gonna be my next story. LeBron James is uh, in in the works of producing uh, a biopic. I didn't know that that was uh, Jawan Howard's son. Though. That's lit. Yeah, it's kind of like blue but, chips. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yep, pretty much. Because yeah. um, he don't look as much as like Jawan as his older brother does, mm -hmm. but. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised he turned down the Lakers job. Who wants to go and get thrown under the bus when you have a comfy seat already? Like, I can understand if it was like a first-time coach or a coach that was like, had a bad last out and in the league, kind of like a Frank Vogel did with Orlando, Word, yeah. where you want to, you kind of want to take that chance because you're trying to get back into the league. But if you, if you're somebody who got a comfy job, I don't see any reason to go risk your entire reputation and go coach LeBron at this point. It's crazy to even hear that, that <laughs> coaching LeBron is like stepping on a, uh, what's the shit? What's the shit? The the explosive that's under the sand? A minefield? Uh, a landmine? Land land yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be honest, it's ended bad for everybody except Ty Lue. That's both. Barely. Well, I mean, Spo was already there before LeBron got there and Pat Riley... And remember, D Wade and LeBron went to went to Pat after that first year and said they wanted Spo fired, and Pat was like, "No, yeah, this is your coach." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. So when you got somebody like a Pat Riley in that spot, I mean, that, thank God for Pat, right, in that situation. But um, all these other situations, it never really ends well. And I mean, Ty Lue got fired. Um, after Bron left and he was able to bounce back on his feet, but I mean, it's, I mean, you just go through the list of coaches. It's very difficult. Well, how you feel about him though? Word on the, word around the campfire is they still holding out for Doc Rivers to see what was going to happen over there in Philly. 
Yeah, I mean, I like Darvin Ham. Obviously, he's a former Pistons, so I know mm-hmm. a little bit about him. Um, Assistant coach for uh, Milwaukee. Right? Milwaukee. Yep, yep. And I mean, apparently, you know, he's a, you know, by all accounts, he's a, you know, he's a leader of men. You know, all the classic quotes they use. You know, leader of men, great guy to be around. He's a, he's not a, he, he's a player's coach, but only to an extent. He's kind of a, a getting your face kind of guy when yeah. he needs to be. You've seen him with Bobby Portis yeah. during uh during the series earlier a couple grab, weeks ago. Grab so. him up. Yeah, so I mean, he's respected, and uh, I don't know much about him from X, you know, what he knows X's and O's wise, but um, from a leader of men standpoint, I just strong personalities do not mix with LeBron because the strong personalities always have to cave into LeBron. I don't like it. We'll keep it locked and see and see what comes of it, man, because uh. Like you said, that's the dynamic that kind of kind of shapes the the course of success in, in head coaches when it comes to LeBron. Is how well do they merge with him? Are the personalities yeah. gonna clash? Are they gonna gel? A strong one thing we know about because the one thing we know about Ty Lue is he's known as a player's coach. That was kind of one of the big knocks on him when he got the Clippers job. He's a player's coach. How do you feel worked out? Frank, you think Frank Vogel was a was a player's coach or was he vocal? At the it... beginning, no, but he turned into one. Got you. Wow. If you if you watch the progression of Frank as the Lakers coach, he went for because I mean you remember from Indiana and Orlando, he was a hard he was, he was a hard ass. Big defense, big yeah. Defense. Even defense, on offense, he, we playing defense. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he and he was known as kind of a hard ass, and one of the mm. reasons why things didn't work out in Orlando and um. You, you watch his progression with the Lakers, he really started to lay off a lot mm-hmm. and kind of relax, especially when you watch that bubble season. You can see the course of him kind of getting more chill, more chill, more chill. And I think that was part of, I mean, one of the reasons, obviously, he started giving up some of that control and power to LeBron. Um, and then, you know, last year, he's fighting for his job, obviously. Yeah. Everybody knew he was on the hot seat. For sure. A couple more quick hits before we get to the rundown. Um, Bud Crawford, Errol Spence finally decided that they wanted to have a conversation about a fight, baby. I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> I'm not getting my hopes up till we till we see the weigh-ins, till we at weigh-ins at this point. Bud Crawford came out and said that uh, they decided on Vegas, which is a quote-unquote neutral site. Uh, Spence had been pushing for his hometown for, of Dallas for a long for the longest of time. Um, but he came out and said that they they been in talks, preliminary talks, and that Vegas is definitely gonna be the move. Maybe twenty twenty three is when we get the fight. And you said you ain't buying none of that shit, huh? No, we've been at this for like ten years now, bro. For like ten years, and like one day is one day is look, man. And I'm gonna say it, bro. And look, I'm a bug guy, and I used to like Spence, right? Word. I used to I used to be big fans of both, right? Mm. But what happened was. Spence started ducking. Spence started ducking. Bud wasn't ducking because Bud ain't got nothing. Bud has nothing but everything to gain in this situation because he's the smaller star. Right. But 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 Arrow had everything to lose because he was the bigger star. Right. So he started ducking. Right before, I'll say not too long before the car accident happened, and then obviously the car accident was a big step back. And glad he was able to get back, but um. There's no reason why this fight shouldn't have happened like five years ago. True. At so, this point, same thing could have been. Same thing could have been said before uh, Canelo and Triple Jordan. G finally did their thing. 
Uh, uh yeah. And I mean, obviously, Triple G was kind of old at that point too. But that's my that's my point though. I feel like Canelo kind of stalled him out, a la yeah. Floyd Manny. Floyd Manny. The films in, he kind of stalled him out until he knew, like, all right, the the leaves are starting to change a little bit on the tree. I can go ahead and get off what I need to get off right now. Um, yeah, and and honestly, another thing too is Arrow hasn't looked that great since he's oh, been back he after the car he accident he, i mean he's still you know he's still getting the job done but this ain't this ain't the same errol spence we saw before the car accident so i errol might have set him out self up for failure with this one he, where he might have been better off fighting bud before the accident bud crawford uh just, just for the sake of um just for the sake of uh uh credit he he said this to sean porter on sean porter's uh podcast told him that they were getting ready to make the move to vegas so um, and this is and Crawford and, and Porter are pretty good friends, even after fighting. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So um, there's respect there, but also like. And I will say though too, though to be fair, Bud hasn't looked the greatest in his life. I was just about to either. say that. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 even though I'm, I'm a bigger Bud fan, I will be fair and, and definitely say Bud has not looked the greatest his last couple either. Uh, Shakur Stevenson is on deck too as well. I think Tank's fight is this weekend. Mm. Tank's fight is this weekend, but I, I, I saw something that. Uh, that Charlo might want Tank. Please. Please. You want that, right? Let's go. I'm fucking with it, right? Off, off top. Hell yeah. Uh, End of the year, maybe? Maybe? I, I, I look, man. Whenever. If it's, if it's gonna happen, let's go. I, look, whenever. Terry. Terry. Uh, shout out my dog, Terry Roseland. They had a uh, Battle of the Zodiacs over the weekend, but I need him back on when, when we get to talking the fight game for real. And we need the big homie, man. He been he been trapped in a uh, in a sunken place or something. He, he lost in the multiverse somewhere. We need the big that homie to get on here and talk about the fight game, that, bro. That man stuck in the lab, bro. All right, all right. Pick your head out every now and again. You gotta come up for air sometime. You know how Iron Man be. You know how Tony Stark be when he uh, when he trying to invent some shit. One million percent. Last <laughs> quick hit. Last quick hit. Coach Save and Coach Prime. Deion Sanders wasn't having that shit. He tried to slander my name. He tried to throw salt on, me, on my name, bro. We ain't having it. He must have forgot who I was. That's why I went to Florida State, not Alabama. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Saban came out and said that uh, Jackson State paid Travis Hunter a million dollars to come and play at their school. And Coach Prime said, nah, play, boy. We don't have to pay us to play with us because we are us. You dig what I'm talking about? Yep. I think that's a classic case of you mad because we doing what you was doing. We winning. Nick Saban didn't have no problems with none of the, the stuff uh, that was going on over these past 15 years. Him being at Alabama, and now he feel like the luster, since the luster starting to wear off a little bit, his assistant coaches are starting to catch up to him and close the gap. He feel like he had to say some shit. And that kind of was out of pocket anyway, because it was a straight bullet. It was a side swipe. That, that was kind of uncalled for. Yeah, and it's like, Okay, you got the number two recruiting class. You mad you didn't get the number one player, so you got you, you got sour milk now. Nah? Yeah, that's kind of. And Dion told everybody, don't let no kid come down here during homecoming. You not getting them back. You not getting them back. Dion told y'all. <laughs> he said, do not let them come down here for homecoming. He ain't, he ain't, they ain't coming back. You ain't gonna hear back from them, right? But uh, but no, I think Nick is uh. It's, 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 it's the hypocrisy of it. It's not the fact that he's mad about it. It's the hypocrisy of it that, that gets me because... But it's the it's, SEC! It's one of the <laughs> most well-kept secrets that that's what goes on down there, right? And I heard... Uh, I can't remember who was doing the report, but he said he spoke to one of the... Another SEC coach or whatever, and he said that the, the spirit of Bear Bryant 
is very strong at Texas A&M in mm. Alabama in terms of paying players to come play there. They said they said and, the biggest they said the biggest car lot in the country is the University of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or what happened with Nick Saban's house where I guess apparently he like he had a house, he sold it back, he sold it to Alabama, got paid for it and now he's leasing the house for like a dollar. Like there's little shit that goes on that everybody skips over and this is He's he's a great coach, like the from greatest. a on from a on field X's and O's standpoint, getting the most out of your college player. He is a fantastic coach. And that comment not was and that comment was above him. Exactly. Or beneath him, beneath him rather. Beneath him, beneath him, beneath him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys like him, Dabble Sweeney, we bro, we are all we all know what goes on. We yeah. just don't say nothing. Yeah. But no don't point. be the don't 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 be the pot calling the kettle black. Don't right. be that guy. Exactly. Don't be that guy. Like be mad that you lost out on a recruit. Cool. But don't, your reasoning, don't be mad at that. Bryce Young got a million dollar uh NIL deal before he ever threw a pass in a actual game. Nobody wants to talk about that though, right? Was it a million or was it like three million? Before because Mac Jones was the quarterback that year, and then that summer. Before the season even started, Bryce Young got like a $3 million or like a million dollar NIL deal before he ever threw or was even before he even started a game. They ended up not even playing for the rest of the next year because of Mac. Like, like, so what are we talking about, Nick Saban? You're in the middle of Alabama. You're not a travel destination. I get it. You're a great football coach, but you ain't landing all of these top tier prospects like that by just being a great football coach when you're in Alabama. No offense to the state of Alabama, but it's not California. It's not Florida. Even before like, a lot of folks, on. Jimbo came out, said some shit about him. Uh, well, I mean, that's who the main target was and that whole thing Saban did was it was at Jimbo and Jimbo was like, you don't want to go there. I know stuff. I know stuff about you and, and what you do. You don't want to go there with me. <laughs> hit us in the mailbag. Let us know how y'all feeling about the quick hits, about the week, the playoffs, all of that. The hit me and podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on the socials at hit me and podcast at label to know at virtuoso sports rundown. I got my daughter fitted for the summer. She got the whole summer collection. I'm still trying to get my hands on a pair. We're going to talk about it in a second. Let's do it. Check it out. We're recording this Tuesday, Monday night. Coming up on the 24th, Crocs got a pack coming out. White, silver, and lime green colorways. Also on the 24th, Converse, Chuck Taylor All-Stars got the Peanuts. Snoopy, Charlie Brown, Woodstock pack coming through. Are the AJ1s, are the Air Jordan 1s the new Chuck Taylors, bro? Can we put it to bed? They getting there. They getting there. They almost there, huh? They, they, they getting there. They ain't, they ain't crossed over uh, to the Chuck Taylor point yet, where it's in every culture, but they getting there. Boom, May 27th. Just got through talking about it. The Nike Air Presto Hello Kitty pack. That's what I'm trying to get for the shorty for the podcast, Princess. This is a super dope colorway. Uh, yeah, more buddy. so for the ladies. Uh, really a collection piece if you went to uh, the sneaker mausoleum. Put it in tunes, but for real, for real, I'm trying to get it for the show. I actually copped a pair, an early pair. Shout out to Laced Up. My boy, my dog, Lano, up in New York City held me down um, the way a real G supposed to. Also, on May 27th, if you living under a rock, you really didn't get a chance to see what was up today. But Travis Scott peeked his head from up underneath the sunken place. 
And let y'all know that he coming out with them Air Max ones that was rumored for a while. The Cactus Jack Saturn Gold and the Cactus Jack Baroque Brown, as well as the Cactus Jack SP Nike Air Trainers. They did a raffle today on sneakers, but the official release is going to be on the 27th. So if you got your credit card and you got your money situated, make sure you keep it locked because it's probably a shoe of the year candidates. 27, a big day. You heard Memorial Day weekend in full effect when it comes the to the official sneakers. Y scale release for the for them tunnel eagles color answers uh -huh. is dropping uh -huh. finally. Uh -huh. The the big the big drop, not the small drop for DTLR, but yeah. About time. We getting right to it. We need Iverson to get on IG celebrating too. May 28th, the Jordan Retro 5 Green Bean. These ain't been out since 06. But they're coming back in a major way with the revamp. Uh, May 30th, you got the ASIC Gel Light 3 Sneaker Politics Always Ready Collab. And then on mm. May 31st, Yeezy got some Yeezy slides. The Glow Greens coming out. Next time y'all check back in with us, it's going to be a brand new month. We're going to be halfway through the motherfucking year. This is crazy work. 2022 is almost in the books, bro. Yeah, dog. We almost there. <laughs> Unreal. So you and me been going back and forth. We ain't had no game show this week, so it's going to be a short dog episode, but it's still dope. Shout outs before we get up out of here. Who you going with? Uh, oh, yeah. First and foremost, uh, got to shout out my boy Payroll Giovanni. Yes, sir. Dropped a new project, man. Hard back, to back to basics. Hard that's my, and that's my guy. Hard. That's my guy right there. Yeah. Uh, and Babyface Ray, who dropped the deluxe version of his album. Gotta show love to my great peoples, obviously. Um, thank you. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just give a, a second shout out to Steph Curry, though. It is very difficult to do what he's done in terms of building a culture and and building a franchise around a player in the way Golden State has. So, yeah. uh, I just want to give Steph that acknowledgement because nobody ever talks about uh from a cultural standpoint. You know, with Steph, he is kind of similar to a Tim Duncan. Right. So. Um, the institution for sure, most definitely. Yeah, so he he deserved that love. And uh, last but not least, man, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a shout out to my dog Ben Matherin, man, University of Arizona. I know everybody's sleeping on him for this draft, but that boy a dog. Y'all better be on the lookout. I was at the combine. I was trying to check out my boy Kofi from U of I. Uh, we need him. Boy, yeah. big boy. Some great, some great talent, some great prospects, some great runs I saw over the past week. Shout out to the NBA. Uh, met a lot of dope people, made a lot of dope connections. Um, can't wait to see everybody again at the draft. It's going to be a glorious night for some of these young men. Uh, I think this is my fourth or fifth draft. It's probably my favorite. It's probably the most, probably my favorite event of the year to work. Just, just the I'm, excitement I'm around I'm glad it. you get to be there and not watch the TV broadcast. Yeah, it's a lot going on outside of that. It, it, after the lottery picks, it can kind of get, uh, I don't want to say boring, but it can kind of drag on and on and on. But hey, there's so much man, going on bro. in the building. There's so many people that are there. Uh, and there's so much excitement. If you ever get a chance to, bro, I, I, I would say check it out. I would say get some tickets and check it out. Yeah, because the TV broadcast, every draft pick, they just going to tell you the deepest, darkest, worst thing that's ever happened to yeah. them and just skip over the happiness of them getting drafted. So. Word, word. It, it turned into, it turned into uh, a tear. NFL do it, too. Yeah, bro. Like it, bro, it, it, bro, it's like every pick. 
And then you get up there and the reporter, the first thing to ask him, so your dad died when you were five. How does it feel to get drafted? <laughs> Bruh, like, can we can we say hello first what? before we really get into that? Like, it's it, it, it gets really depressing how they kind of been doing the picks these, uh, for the NFL and NBA. I'm going to see if I can put a word in with some of the heavy hitters over there and try to change that for you, bro. Keep, Bruh, keep look, and it's not just me that's noticed, but it's like every pick. It's we just gonna go straight to the trauma, huh? Oh wow. I'm gonna see what I can do, dog. I'm gonna make some calls. My shout out for the week goes to Peter Moore. Rest in peace to Peter Moore. I just mentioned the aforementioned um Air Jordan One. Peter Moore was the creator, the original designer before Tinker Hatfield. He was the creator of the Air Jordan One. He was also the creator of the Nike swoosh uh logo, the infamous swoosh. Um he passed away earlier this year, so uh, I wanted to shout out to him. Rest in peace to the fallen victims of that, that crazy shooting up in Buffalo. Um, yeah. I hadn't said it over the past couple of weeks. I've been meaning to say it. Uh, it definitely didn't slip my mind nor my heart, but I wanted to give it its just due. So rest in peace to those victims. Um, that went in the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's getting crazy out here. There was a story that hit uh, out here in Chicago. This young lady was a, a cashier at a Walmart. And she reported this guy stealing in the store. And the guy threatened to tell her, I'm going to come back in here. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. He came back mm. the next day and tried to shoot at her, bro. For real. And and the, and the lady told the Walmart, like, yo, I don't feel safe coming in to work tomorrow. I can't come in. And they told her, no, nah, you got to come in. We shorthanded. And they, and they came in and shot at her, bro. Oh, bro. We had something like that happen when the pandemic started. Somebody ain't had no mask. And their boyfriend came back up to the store and shot the... Shut up the place, bro. It's getting Sadness, crazy, bro. It's getting crazy out here, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta make sure y'all take care of y'all. Says love on one another, love y'all families. Make sure you keep safe for real, for real. You never know what somebody's going through, and it can make or break you. It can take you if if you ain't too careful. So, um, make sure y'all, like I said, gather around one another and listen to the podcast. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's a safer bet than anything else. We everywhere that podcast live, make sure you rate, review and subscribe, destroy, decapitate, explode on that subscribe and that follow again. We on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, the anchor sponsor. Make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag. The hit me podcast at gmail.com. You feel what I'm saying? Check us out on the socials. I'm just hitting buttons before we get up out of here. <laughs> at hit me podcast at labeled and on at virtuoso sports. Check us out on blissportsnetwork.com. Hit us up on the discord and 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. Don't you ever forget this, man. What happened here was a miracle and I want you to acknowledge it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? We'll catch y'all next week. We out of here. Holla.